this episode, Rag and Court Talk have a special guest. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Today we got a very special guest hanging with us. You may recognize him as Clyde Martin, aka the Weather Wizard from CW's The Flash, or Carl on NBC's recently renewed Timeless. Check out his IMDb, and you'll see that the actor-director Chad Rook is one busy guy. He's with us today to chat about his role in War of the Planet of the Apes. Welcome, Chad. Oh, thank you very much. Nice to have him. Yeah, great to have you out here with us tonight. So, this is the third film for Planet of the Apes. Before there was Rise and Dawn, and now it's War. Can you tell us a little bit about the new movie, Chad? Yeah, it's it's uh, basically we finally, you know, we've, we've seen how the apes have become what they are, and we've seen the rise of them, and now it's uh, we finally get to see the end. You know, Witness, uh, I mean, it's kind of one of those movies, you know, people kind of know the ending. You know, it's like you didn't get what Titanic, not knowing the bow is going to sink. But um, uh, it's, it's, it's the end. This is how we get to see how... You know the planet of the apes uh, happens, and uh, this is kind of the conclusion of the whole uh, Caesar trilogy, and and uh, how it is that he becomes you know the this this epic name in the in the ape uh, history of of, of things. So. I have to say, I loved the Planet of the Apes movies when I was growing up, watching them, and even though they were kind of cheesy in a way, but. They were so cheesy. They, well, <laughs> especially the one with the apocalypse people. They were really bad, but. Uh, when this reboot started, I was kind of leery about it. I was like, I don't, how are they going to do this? How are they going to make it work? But with each movie, I mean, it's been epic. It's been great. I love the way this, they're going. I can't wait to see this one. Yeah, they make you yeah, cheer, cheer for Caesar. <laughs> it, it, it does, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, you, you know, a lot of times with CGI and stuff, it's just, uh, you know, it kind of takes you out of a film. But uh, somehow, I mean, the technology and then that is just so amazing that it, uh, it actually draws you in. And, and you're right. It, it makes you actually... Um, it makes these ape characters so relatable in a real life sense that uh, you actually start cheering for them and you start uh, kind of forgetting the fact that, oh, this is CGI. You actually start feeling like their actual characters, real, you know, real life beings kind of thing in the film. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a crazy, it's not just, you know, your typical summer action blockbuster film. It's, it's actually got a lot of heart and emotion to it as well. Definitely. Uh, what can you tell us about your character in the movie, Boyle? Yeah, I, I play Boyle, who is um, basically Woody Harrelson is the main antagonist in this film. He plays the colonel, and uh, basically he has his soldiers and that, but he has his two right-hand men kind of in the film. And uh, there's a preacher um, who is, uh, you see him sometimes in the trailers and stuff like that, and he's, just, he's kind of the, the you know, the, 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 the good version kind of thing of, of, of the right-hand man, so to speak. And then there's, there's my character, who is uh, Boyle, who is... Uh, um, definitely, you're not going to like my character, so to speak. You know, it's it's, it's a character that uh, basically is is 100 percent not a nice guy and uh, and uh, has no problems whatsoever um, taking out any apes that he can or anything like that in order to uh, make sure that humans uh, survive. Hey, survival of the fittest. I mean, you got to got to look out for the human race. Somebody has to do it. That's exactly, and that's the best thing about this film. And and, and you know, compared to the other ones, is that even though the humans are, you know, you know, quote unquote, the, the bad guys, so to speak. I mean, if you think about it, if this actually happened in society, I mean, would you, you know, are we the bad guys? You know, we're just trying to stuff, you know, survive, right? Right. Exactly. It's the same thing with like any other uh, movie out there where you, you're fighting to survive and the apes are just, I, it's, I just kind of love the way that they're just taking over. But yeah, I mean, you can see the grittiness in the trailers that 
these this is the last hope for humanity. They are trying to st- uh, hold on. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Matt Reeves and that have done just such a crazy job as, as you know, not only telling the story, but um, to sell the fact on how how traumatic it actually starts getting for the humans and for the apes themselves, and and how you know there's that uh, that tear between emotions and do we want to do this and what we have to do, you know, and it's it's uh, sometimes when you're backed into a corner, you don't have a choice, right? Right, exactly. So, how was filming on War of the Planet of the Apes? It was very cool. There was uh, we we filmed uh, in in Vancouver, Canada, for about four months. I was on set there, um, and it was right during right the heart of of winter. We went from uh, November basically till beginning of kind of March, and uh, and it was a lot of night shoots. So we're basically filming at night, and Vancouver gets a lot of rain and uh, and snow, and kind of uh, this this winter we had a lot of snow as well. So. And uh, to get that gritty feel that Matt Reeves wanted, no matter what the weather was doing, we filmed during it. So, you know, whether it was raining or snowing, that was perfect for them. But uh, so as actors and stuff being out there and not, you know, four, three, you know, five in the morning, uh, every night for four months and stuff in the in the rain. You no, know, it, it, it sucked in regards to the elemental fact, but uh uh, when it comes down to the actual film itself, it was, it was such a, a crazy set and, and so much energy and stuff. So, I mean, to be on set and to see, you know, Andy Serkis doing his thing as Caesar and, and Woody Harrelson. And, you know, you have, you know, any time 300 plus, you know, extras and stuff on set for so soldiers. It, it was just it was, it was crazy set to be on. Yeah, I can, I can see where that would suck with the weather like that, but I'm sure it's going to look amazing when we see it. Uh, unbelievable, yeah. I mean, it, it, the weather itself definitely plays kind of a character in 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 this film, and and you'll you'll see why. Obviously, yeah, the role looks very physical. Can you tell us a bit about how you prep for something like this? Like, do you guys well, do training? A, a, yeah, well, um, we actually did uh, military training. Um, uh, myself uh, and Gabriel Chivaria, um, who plays preacher in the film, uh, before filming, we actually. Um, uh, they had military trainers come in and then we, you know, did all gun training and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, military walking and, uh, and all the, all the marching and everything like that. And, and, uh, it was really kind of cool to, you know, to get that aspect of what these guys go through and stuff. And, uh, but being on set, I mean, I, I actually think I, we, as the humans had it easy. Cause you, you look at these people who play all the apes and everything, all these actors and stuff. And they were just constantly saying, you know, their bodies are just so sore because they're constantly crouched over and they're on, you know, these tripods and stuff. And so, um, it, it was kind of funny because like when I did this film, I actually auditioned for this film seven times before I got the role. And my first four auditions were actually for an ape character. And then I actually went to ape school to learn how to walk like an ape. And then, I don't know, I guess I must have sucked at it because then that's when they asked me to reach for Boyle. <laughs> but um, but uh, it was, it was uh, I'm actually, in the end, I was really happy with uh, the fact that, you know, I got the bigger human role. You know, you actually get to see me on screen. But then after talking with all the apes on set uh, and you see how sore they are and how difficult it was to do that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy I didn't have to do that. So. So, awesome. so what is it like in ape school? You mentioned you went there. How does that work? Yeah, basically, yeah, basically, it's this, this, this big blank empty room, and I went in there, and, and Terry, Terry Notary, who is uh, basically the the main guy, he he, um, he plays one of the main apes in the films as well. He also plays, he also played a uh, Kong, and then Kong movie that just came out. Nice. And, um, and basically, he trained everybody. He trains from all the three films. He trained Andy Serkis. He trains everyone to be an orangutan, chimpanzee, everything. The guy's amazing. 
anyway, so it's just you one-on-one in this room with him. And uh, he, you basically get tripod and you just go around and you're jumping up on things and you're walking around like an ape and he's teaching you how to move and, and, and sound like an ape and everything. And, and, and basically now thinking back about it, I'm just so glad there wasn't really that many cameras filming and that that footage isn't out there. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, have you heard anything about what happens after this? Is this going to be the last movie or are we going to get into the Planet of the Apes type style movies that we had back when Brad was growing up? <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry, um, I can't remember too much, but I do know some stuff. But I know that Matt Reeves has released that publicly as well. So I can kind of say that that um, they are looking at doing more films in the, in the future. But uh, they awesome. don't. I, I don't think there's actually ending. But uh, Matt Reeves is definitely saying that uh, this this won't be the last one. Excellent. All Good. Right. As long as we don't have that time flashing where they did a return to the planet of the apes where the apes came back to the yeah, we don't need that one. We, oh yeah, no, the we can pass on that one. Yeah, right? we, yeah. we there, there's some, <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah, there's at some. The end, at the end of our movie, all of a sudden Mark Wahlberg shows up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, we yeah, need to pass on a lot of them. So. <laughs> yeah. So you you were able to score this awesome role in the future. What would be your dream role? Like, what what would you want to play? Uh, myself, uh, I'm I'm a kind of a character actor, so I just, I just, anything that's not like you know a normal person is good for me. But if I had like a dream role, I think it would be something that was based on someone that you know I kind of looked up to in my life or or knew was there. Kind of like, um, for example, like if they did a movie about Kurt Cobain, for example. I think I would love to play or take on a role like that. Awesome. Well, that'd be great. I yeah, was I, think, I think yeah, I think it just has like a lot of elements to it, and and when you're given a character that you know, has so much for you to work with and, and it's, it's completely not a blank slate. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's easier in the sense of you don't have to create your own thing, but I think it's just so much aspects that you have to add to a character that uh, would make it very challenging. Yeah. So all the networks are looking to get into the live action comic business. The Arrowverse is bigger mm-hmm. than ever. Netflix has their TV shows and now mutants are coming to Fox and Freeform. Is there a character yeah. you're dying for one of the networks to bring on screen? That, that I'm, I'm that I'm dying for to bring on screen. Yes. Um, well, I am. I'm, I'm actually really excited about the news of, of Venom. Venom is a huge uh, character of mine that I, I've been a fan of since I was a kid, and they just announced, I believe, that Matt, my heart, Matt, uh, uh, Hardy, uh, Tom Hardy is going to be playing um, the role of Venom. But I think believe that's a feature film, though. So I mean, I would love a series like that. I think something to to go on on screen. But I just don't. I don't see how that would be a series. But um, that is one character that uh, that was done wrong in Spider-Man Three, and then I oh, think yeah. that the, they need to redo it. Cannot agree with you more on that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good thing about all the reboots and remakes that we get. There's a lot of room for them to do uh, do-overs and get it and right. And that's a good thing about comics. You're absolutely right that you can redo them and reboot them, and it doesn't really piss fans off too much, does it? You know, right? As long as you get it right. That's right. Okay, so we've also seen a lot of vampire shows and then werewolves and zombies, uh, but it looks mm. like something new is coming to Freeform next year. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about Siren? Absolutely. I mean, this is probably one of the the, the coolest pilots and, and stuff that I had read, and it's a it's a mermaid series, um, and but it's not your typical um, mermaid series at all. It's not you know the Little Mermaid type thing. It's uh, it's a very dark show where where these mermaids come to this town, Siren, and uh, it's um. Uh, it's it, it's very they're very dark and they're very twisted and it's very um, you know it's uh, scary in in a sense uh, 
and uh, and and yeah, I can't wait for for people to see this film. So uh, we aired this this show, and and we just got the approval. So we're gonna be back on set here soon, and and uh, I can't wait to get on set of that. And you just look at even even the characters and the makeup and and the sets and stuff that they have for this film or for the show. I keep on saying so. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's something that I think will 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 step up a new genre, like you were saying, like the zombies and vampires and stuff, and. And this is something I know that uh, there's, I mean, mermaids is just, a, it's a huge, uh, there's a huge fan base for this type of uh, folklore and and, uh, and the fans are going to be pretty crazy and excited to, to see it come out. And, no, absolutely. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it yet, go look, look up the trailer and watch it. It is amazing. I watched it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. Uh, these are yeah. not, uh, no under the sea mermaids going on. These are mermaids yeah. who will hurt you badly. <laughs> yeah and, and very badly and 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 i just like I said even i mean the trailers you know it's it's it never really shows obviously too much and stuff but uh that's why i can't wait to, for people to yeah, see the actual show and see exactly what we we've shot and, and what they look like it's it's really crazy yeah you get enough in the trailer to go yeah i want more i was telling Courtney yeah. about it after i watched it. i was yeah. like you have to see this yeah <laughs> yeah it it's gonna great. be a good one for sure uh you also did a pilot for wisdom of the crowd can you tell us about that one yeah, that's a new Jeremy Piven um, show that we just finished actually not too long ago filming, and um, and it's basically uh, and I, I love Jeremy Piven, so I mean that was kind of the main reason I took the role as well. But uh, um, the concept is very cool as to how technology can actually in society um, it can help solve crimes now and stuff. Uh, you you look at things like Facebook Live, for example, on on and you know if, if, for example like if a riot or something is going on or. Uh, you look at like what happened uh, just recently in Manchester, for example, on how immediately people were having live videos of that on on Facebook, and uh, and basically they kind of took that concept and created this show. Whereas you know people can uh, download basically an app, and uh, and if uh, there's something that is going on in your area and stuff, you can be triggered uh, with through that app to hey, can you help us out? Can you pull out your cameras? Can you pull out your your video recorders and stuff and, and see if you can help us solve a crime or see if, uh, you know, someone that is wanted or that we're looking for is in your area. And, and that's kind of the concept of the show. And it's, it's a really kind of cool concept that I, I don't think has been done before. So. And it definitely hasn't. And Brad, if you haven't seen the trailer for it, it looks amazing. One, you have Ari Gold. Jeremy Piven, yeah. amazing. <laughs> and like you said, the concept is really great. We live so much of our lives online and like just being able to capture that and do some good with it. The, the show That's right. looks great. That's right. So another pilot that you did uh, for A&E, uh, Midsummer's Nightmare. Can you talk to us yeah. about that? Yeah, it's been a crazy year for pilot, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that one we actually still haven't heard so much, but uh, that was a, it's kind of a, a sh- it's based up the Shakespeare um, play Midsummer's Night. And uh, and basically, it's kind of a uh, like a, a murder mystery kind of, kind of show um, with the, uh, kind of a, you know, teenage drama uh, feel to it. And uh, yeah, and, and it, it was fun. I mean, you know, Courtney Love and, and all that kind of were in there and as well. But um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fun shoot. But again, uh, you know, we're still waiting to, to hear what, what the outcome of, of that show is going to be. And, and, uh, and uh, fingers crossed. I mean, it's, it's a very cool plot line. I've, I've seen some of it, obviously, the material as well. But, um, uh, you know, like I said, uh, fingers crossed. And then hopefully we can get some news shortly, uh, a little bit more about it. Yeah, I read Definitely. up on that one. I'm looking forward. I'm hoping it comes out. I mean, it looked from what I read, it looks really good. Yeah, we just want yeah, you to be yeah. very busy. 
and, and, and that's uh, me too. That's me too. And, and I and I can't wait for to see what's uh, what's next on the plate and stuff. I mean, I know we have a lot of this Planet of the Eve stuff coming up here uh, with the premieres and stuff, but uh, you know, which I'm looking forward to, obviously. But uh, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a crazy year going back on the timeless and, and hopefully siren here soon. We'll start uh, filming that first season. All right. Thanks. Uh, okay, sticking with the horror path, you also are mm-hmm. the lead villain in Extremity, which is in post production. Can you tell us a little bit about that movie? Yeah, we 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 just finished filming Extremity uh, up north in uh, Edmonton, uh, Alberta, Canada, and uh, very very cold. And uh, basically, it's um, uh, they have these things in in real life called uh, haunt houses, or, or um, and basically what it is is that people. And this is a true story, and I didn't even know this till I got the film. But basically, it's people who pay to be scared to you know the brink of death or or trauma because it's it's a type of therapy for them to face their fears so to speak so they go in these houses and they they have to face their fears but in a very extreme way and uh and basically in the in the film extremity that's what it is it's about uh and i play this guy named bob or, or ak red skull and uh i basically run this this house of uh, um, this extremity house. And uh, basically I put people through, you know, uh, all their horrors and fears and then make them face it. And, uh, but I, uh, I am challenged with, with competition in the industry um, as there's other shows out there that are, are doing the same thing. So I decide to uh, push it uh, even a little bit further and uh, things start going awry very quickly when I do that. So. Well, that sounds nice. interesting, especially with the name with Red Skull. It's always a good name. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a get. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a cool character. I play. It's it's almost kind of two characters in one, and and it's a it's a very uh, interesting dynamic to see how the two come. And uh, as soon as I, I, I literally I have a Red Skull mask that I, that I wear and stuff, and, and it's kind of like a, you know a dual personality. As soon as you put that on, you can't see me, so I can do whatever I want, kind of thing. Awesome, and that should be out in 2018. I would imagine, yeah. That actually, actually, just uh, um, that actually was already at Cannes uh, last weekend already oh, okay. uh, uh, for for screening. So that might even be out later this year. Oh, so. cool, cool. Yeah, I'm... yeah. We they they move very quickly with that one. So. All right. So besides acting, you've been pretty busy with directing as well. Can you talk to us about your recent projects? Yeah, we we just finished a, a comedy called The Perfect Pickup. Um, it's a comedy about uh, four guys who try to find the perfect way to pick up women. And uh, we uh, are just in pre-production, uh, or post, uh, post-production, sorry. Um, and we're actually uh, looking at just filming one more, one more quick scene uh, with a bigger name actor, um, you know, just to help with distribution and sales and all those kind of things. But um, and then we basically go uh, into sales, and, and and whether that means uh, theatrical or you know, uh, straight to to the DVD release, where where like said, so that's really in the producers and distributors' hands and. And uh, in the meantime, we're um, writing right now another uh, a horror film, actually, which I'll be directing. And then we go into a comedy, um, which uh, we've already written. And then I go into from that into a Christmas uh, comedy. So, yeah, so we have a few a few projects in the lineup as well. Uh, side. All right. Sounds like you got a lot going on there. Yeah, it's a little crazy time right now, man, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, this, you can't beat that at all. So uh, one last question here on this one. If... We all know that Barry Allen screws up everything. <laughs> Timeline. Yeah. Would you ever consider going back onto the show to revise your character? Because clearly, you know what, uh, many fans, Earths are still alive. Fans, fans, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they have the the the, the multiple worlds now, and and you know, timelines, and and uh, fans are always writing. You know, is is Clyde Martin come back or the Martin brothers come back? And uh, I would love to come back. I mean, uh, you know, it's really up to uh, Jeff Johns and Kreisberg and all that to 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 see where they want to take it. I mean, I I personally think the fans have seen enough of Gorilla Grodd and the Apes and stuff, and I think it's time to, <laughs> time to get some uh, other characters in there and uh, and. I'm I'm a fan myself of of all DC comics and stuff, and uh, as a fan, let alone just an actor, I would love to see you know the main rogues come back. You know, you have the Weather Wizards, you have the, you know Captain Colds and stuff, and it'd be kind of cool to come back not only as those characters, but as a as a different you know depiction or a different uh, style of those characters. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm open for that. I, I think that would be great to have some of those characters come back because, especially after they had Flashpoint, I mean, they opened up so much other stuff. Nothing yeah, was really written I mean, anymore. You know, it's been, it's been enough. Epi- it's been enough seasons now that uh, you know bringing those characters back would be a, a kind of a shock to the system for the fans. That in a good way that it, it's it's it, it, it's not too soon. You know, right? Mm-hmm. And like recently, they brought back Cold just for one episode, even though everybody knows he's kind of dead. <laughs> but that is you he. Could, well, it depends. It's, there's so many different universes. It's so easy for <laughs> but them to do that. But that's why stuff. you know you have all those universes now that you can you can do whatever you want, right? Right. right. But uh, you know, I I mean, you know, if you if you guys know Krasberger, Jeff Johnson, throw him a line and say, you know, time to bring Chad back. Huh? Okay, we'll work on that for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, so, how can people find you on social media? Uh, I'm I'm very easy to find on social media. I just go by my name. It's just at Chad Rook on everything. Um, I'm not one of those guys who's like, you know, oh, find me on Facebook or Twitter. My name is Tank47. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just at Chad Rook, uh, C-H-A-D-R-O-O-K. So. Nice. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you for coming out and talking with us. Uh, we can't wait to catch War of the Planet of the Apes and all the other projects you have coming up. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, you guys both, I, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let me know uh, when you see Planet of the Apes what you, what you guys think. I, I'd love to hear you guys. We'll definitely oh, absolutely. do absolutely. And we would love to have you back again for one of your many projects when those come out. Definitely. Uh, we definitely will. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. We'll, we'll talk soon, maybe around Siren, the Thomas, or something like that. Oh, we'd love to talk to you about Siren when that comes out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Chad. All right, guys. All the best. You too. Bye. So that was a great interview. How about that? Oh, that was really great. He's super busy, and I, I, I absolutely can't wait to see a lot of the stuff that he's doing. You have Siren, and um, I had seen the the trailer for Wisdom of the Crowd, you know, during Upfronts when all the trailers and everything was coming out, and that looked really cool. I, I'm really excited. I did that. not see the trailer for that one, but I did see that trailer for Siren, and I sent that over to you and said, oh, my God, you got to see this thing. It's amazing. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. And it's just, there's no... No thingamabobs or widgets or any under the sea. No singing at all in, in, in this mermaid show. Yeah, and as for the Planet of the Apes, like you said, the the old ones are kind of cheesy, and I wasn't really able to get, really get into them. But these new ones, like with Caesar as a baby, and then um, the Rise, and what was it, Dawn? Like I've loved those. Those have been right. perfect. So I, I can't wait to see that the new movie and more. Oh yeah, it's I, I'm so looking forward to seeing it. And I mean, he is seriously doing a lot of things. It's he just is. I really want to see all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like the extremity was, thing. Wow, the extremity thing sounds really cool. The I think it was beneath the Planet of the Apes that was the no, that wasn't Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. I'm I'm trying to figure out which one was the the people who were worshiping the nuclear bomb that had fake I thought that was beneath although again I don't remember I just know they used to marathon those movies and I would catch it every now and again in Dirty Ape or something yeah that's how I watched them because I Lord knows I was not old enough to watch these when they came out I watched them on remakes 
because that was oh, Planet of the Apes came out in 1968. So there's been a slight change on how they do stuff. And, yeah. But I remember watching this thing with Rodney McDowell, who was Caesar in there, mm-hmm. and the stuff that he did with the makeup on for those things. And if yeah. you ever go back and watch it, watch the facial expressions that he does with that. That was him doing the facial expressions with the makeup on. It's just amazing of how he was doing that show. So now we're into CGI when it looks like an ape and it doesn't look like a guy in a costume. True. And yeah, I'm yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Chad's do and I mean, I'm I can't wait to see like pretty much all of it actually. I'm interested in the extremity thing cuz I wasn't there was, wasn't that much out there since it just came uh, since they're still doing the post and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but no, he said it's coming out this year likely. Yeah. That sounds really interesting and people pay for that? Huh. You know, people are thrill seekers. Uh, yeah, like, especially that. people with money. Like, they they want the next best thing. They want to be able to feel more, do more. Yep. So, actually, we need to hashtag Flash, bring back Weatherman. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Weather Wizard, bring, bring him ma- back. Weather Wizard. And they can do it. We've seen so many different versions of my beautiful Harrison Wells. Like, I would love to see the Weather Wizard back too. Uh, so let's do that. Yes. No more no more speedsters for right now. Yeah, let's, let's calm be down. Done on with the, the speedsters. Let's calm down on the speedsters for a bit. Let's do that. Get but some other villains. Bring back the rogues and we'll be good. Or just hashtag bring back rogues. There you go. Okay. Well, the, flash, I'm down with that. Bring back hashtag bring back <laughs> rogues. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. There are a ton of awesome writers on that site filling it up with amazing fandom posts. Okay, and if you need to find us on social media, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Deb, and he's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Vandom as well, just to keep updated on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also find our groups on Facebook. It's Brighton Court Talk Podcast. And also, if you watch Van Helsing, we have a heck of a group over there, too. So check us out. Right, definitely. And if you got thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Until next time. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.